Okay, so we're going to start the Perkhoff test very soon. Just want to say one last thing on, on the Indian that we've been discussing about um, Yaakov's nether to build the base of the Kim, which ultimately was picked up again by David HaMalach. And we're looking at the Pasuk in Divya Yomim, after David HaMalach discusses how all his all wealth comes from Hashem. And therefore, therefore we should give back to him the wealth. So the next Pasuk there was Vyadati Alikoi. This is in Pekhoftes. I know, Elikai, that you that you are Beichen Lev and you seek Meshaim. And I have given this, I have given this Honodava with Meshaim. That's what we discussed, the Yaakov Avinu, before he was Yisrael, before he became Yasha, he was still Yaakov. So the wealth that he got, the wealth that he achieved while he wasn't yet Yasha, wasn't, couldn't be used to build the base of the Kim. Hence Yaakov didn't build it. And this is what the Pasuk in Yemiria referring to it says the heart is crooked the heart is sick who knows their own heart no one can know their own psyche their own what they're really about next passage says fine so there it says Nobody is even Yodeya, their own lave. The lave is crooked. A person's lave, a person's mind, and his attitudes, his, everything that makes him do things is okay. It's crooked. It's not, it's not Yasha. His motives for actions are not Yasha. And what drives him? Miyedaenu means man doesn't, is not even Yodeya, the human heart. The human heart is so complex, so crooked, that Miyedaenu, even man doesn't know it. And Hashem, But Hashem is Okay. Now David says, Yadati I know, So why does David say Yadati? Yadati. So I just wanted to explain what's happening here. The pasuk says, Ani Hashem So we spoke about Ani Hashem, the the revelation of Ani Hashem. That Avraham Avinu got and Yaakov Avinu, and then gets, comes to Kli on the era, and the unique Yidias uh, Hashem that's associated with the with the Giloy of Ani Hashem. And here the pasuk says Ani Hashem Baichen Leiv. So part of Ani Hashem that means part of understanding, recognizing Ani Hashem, part of being Masig Ani Hashem, is recognizing that Hashem 
sees people's thoughts. So it's, it's the fact that Ani Hashem, the fact that there's a presence of Hashem specifically, that uh, a person's mind and lave is, is a person's lave is um, revealed and can't be hidden anymore. Okay. But if you don't recognize Ani Hashem, that means if you don't if you don't realize that all your thoughts are revealed, then the Pasuk says before that the heart naturally is crooked. But Hashem sees through the heart. So it says Dabra Melech like this, Yodati Dabra Melech is post Ani Hashem. So he has the Midah of, of Yodati. Before Ani Hashem, before Hashem says Ani Hashem. So, Zanoichi lo Yodati, Bamoida. So we don't know Ani Hashem. If we don't know Ani Hashem, so neither do we know fully that Hashem sees to the heart. And we're not aware of the fact that our hearts are open and, uh, and see-through. If we're not aware that our hearts are see-through, then the heart is going to be sick. It's going to be crooked. What makes the heart straight is the knowledge that Hashem is Baruch and Leiv. So therefore, David HaMelech says, because Davra Malach understands Ani Hashem, so he knows the Pasuk in Yemir. He knows Ani Hashem. He knows Ani Hashem. And that's what makes his heart Yasha. Because of the, the, the knowledge that the person's thoughts are revealed to Hashem will straighten out his, his thoughts. Naturally, his thoughts are crooked because he doesn't realize that everything's being uh, open and, and everything is known. The knowledge of Ani Hashem makes him straight. So then that means like this. That means that before, while Yaakov was still Yaakov, while he was still Akoiv, there were two reasons why he, why he couldn't uh, have the Adiyas Hashem. Reason number one we discussed till now is that a person has to know the ways of Hashem to have Amuna. He has to know that there's a system, a method. So he has to have a connection to Tzedek or Mishpat. He has to know that there's a method to the ways of Hashem. Then he could have Amunah, then he could have Yediyah. That's one thing. The other thing is that the Lave is Yediyah. The Pasuk says Lave Ladas. The Lave is Yediyah. And the Lave is naturally Akiv. In order for the, so a Lave that's Akiv and Onush is sick. It can't be Yediyah. In order for the Lave to be straightened out, he has to know that Hashem is is Lave by Chinklais. So the first step then is for the Lave to realize that it's not safe or it's not it's not its own self-contained. It has Hashem's Hashem knows exactly what's in the lave. That makes that the lave could then become yashar, um, and then get the midas hamishpat, amuna, and yidia. Okay. So therefore, David Amalek saying yadati, yadati. I have the midas yidia, and that element of ani Hashem of recognizing that Hashem sees what's in the mind, sees what's in the heart. Okay, and one last thing on that point, and then we'll go to Pasuk Perich of Tess. In Sefer Malachi, it says, Perich Be'ez Pasuk Vov. Teras Emes, it's talking about the Kahanim, and how the Kahanim are supposed to be. The Kahanim, 
Teres Emes Hoysel Befihu Avla Limtsa Besvasov Besholem Uva Misha Holach Iti Verabim Heshev Me Ovain. They go with Hashem in Sholem and Misha, and they return many from sin. Ki Sifse Choyen Yishmu Das. The story of action with Piu Ki Malach Hashem Tzavokisu. So the Koyen is supposed to be a Malach, and he's supposed to be Shoyim Das, and he goes with Hashem Besholem Uva Misha. So just the many points that we discussed are contained in that. The Midah of Yediyas Hashem, as opposed to connecting with the Malach, as opposed to connecting with the Malach, is when the person himself gets elevated to the Madrig of a Malach. Hashem is a Lekeh Lekim. Hashem a Lekeh Tzvaka is Hashem Zichrei, Hashem says. And as the um, Ezra says, so pers- the um, Yaakov has to realize, supposed to realize, that um, he's supposed to connect to Hashem and not to the Malachim. And the way he does that is because he becomes, well, he's supposed to do that. He's supposed to get elevated to Madrig of a Malach. And a malach relates directly to Hashem, while we have an intermediary. We have the malachim. So that, that stops us from being a day as Hashem. A malach Hashem Tzavakas knows Hashem. Sivsei koin yishmu das, because they're malach Hashem Tzavakas, and they have Sholem and Misha. Yaakov Avinu asked for Sholem, and he didn't have Misha. Dovra Malach had Misharim, but he didn't have Sholem. In order to be the Kohen, in order to have the Besam Mikdash, you have to have Sholem and Misha. And that's, that, that will get to the Midah of Das Bishlemus. Okay, Perkhoftes. Vayiso Yaakov Raglov, Vayelach Atzo Bnei Kedem. Vayiso Yaakov Raglov. This the point of that is that he's now ready to go easily. Different the shyness, the Joshim and Rashi. Kalaleches. Now he has the basur of Hinei Anochi Imoch, so now he can pick up his feet and go. Similarly, in Perk. Memvov, when he's on his way to Mitzrayim, first the Pesach says he traveled to Be'er Sheva. There Hashem appears to him and tells him that he's going to be with him. And then in Pesach, hey, after that it says, Vayakom Yaakov Be'er Sheva, Vayisu B'nei Yisos Yaakov Avihem. And then they're carrying him in the Agolis. So Yaakov Avinu being, being easy for him to travel after Hashem tells him that he's going to be with him. We discussed in, in Tehillim Tzadik Aleph um, Ki malochu v'tzah v'lochu shmocha b'chol d'rachecho Akapayim yisa uncha pentigo yifayim raglecha Ashrach v'fezat tijrech t'imus k'vassani Ki v'choshak v'alftei osir k'veir k'yod ha'shemi The Yaakov got the Yediyas Hashem Got ani Hashem And that protects, that forced the malochim to be shamer him And there it says Akapayim yisa uncha They'll pick you, they'll carry you. The Medrash Tillim over there says, Who was carrying Yaakov? Aisa Yaakov Raglov. The Malachim were carrying him. Like the Pasuk over there says, And there it says also, And he won't stumble on the Evan. Next Pasuk, there's an Evan that doesn't pose any obstacle to Yaakov. Upon Yaakov's return, he is not Noises Raglov. When he comes back, he's Tzolea Ali Rechle. What that's about, if that's supposed to be connected, I'm, I'm not sure. Just pointing that out. On his way out, he's Noises Raglov. On his way back, he's Tzolea Ali Rechle. So, Vayelach Atzab Kedem. He goes Atzab Kedem. It doesn't say he went to Choron. He went to the land of the Easterners. He went, it's more of a general term. And the next passage, Vayar Vahine Be'er Basada.
says, Vehine, he saw something that he wasn't looking to see. Vehine, Shom, Shloisha, Edve, Tsoin. Everything is happening is he's bumping in, he's, something is, is coming to his attention that he wasn't looking for. He was going Atzim Nekedem, and this is what he came upon. And not only that, not only that, he meets people there and he says to them, Where are you from? Tell from Choron. Ah, from Choron. That means he didn't know where he was, because this wasn't, uh, this, was a, this was near the city. At least Rachel goes and tells, runs to her father. So I would suggest that Yaakov didn't know where he was. So he's going out to Bnei Kedem. He's going B'toyim Leiv, because he was just told, Everything's happening by itself. The Malachim are carrying him. He doesn't have to know where he's going. He's just going. And then this happens and unfolds. Therefore it says, because, he was, because the point is it's giving a more general term. He wasn't out to Dafka to go to Choron. He goes out to Nekedem and everything happens by itself. He finds himself in Choron. Similar to the Eved, who that day comes to the Ayin, and, and he finds himself in the place where he has to be by himself, even without intending to go there. They read that? Where? By the Eved. No, Beisach No, but he found to, right? Found to right, right, no, no, I meant the point that he got to the right family. Just the point that... Um, uh, that things happen, yeah. That that, it ha- that he gets to the place where he needs to get without, and and in Chazal with the tweet Saderch, but in the pasuk it's basically Adoni, but in the Chazal that he got there the same day. So here also, the Yaakov gets to the place where he needs to get without even without doing all the prop- the same efforts. Yes, it's not the same thing as, as they are going to Chazal. There he knows where he's going. Here is very general. Okay, So it's seven times it says Be'er, as we discussed. It says that in the Medrash. Seven times it says Be'er in this parsha. Yaakov leaves Beersheva, leaves Beersheva, and he finds he creates a, uh, a different life out in, in Choron. Beersheva is the place that Avram and Yitzchak made a bris with Avimelech. Avimelech is the one who's who has the practical the nation, the nation living in Eretz Yisrael. Society in Eretz Yisrael is led by Avimelech. Avram and Yitzchak, in their attempts to establish the, the society in Eretz Yisrael make treaties with Avimelech. Yaakov is Vayetzi Yaakov Beersheva. He is not going to establish a society through any treaty with Avimelech. He's going to establish it completely from within, from his own family. There's going to be a nation from within Klai Yisrael who's not going to incorporate the existing nation in Yisrael. And therefore, he's, his Beersheva is out in Choron where, where he's going to establish the nation of Klai Yisrael. Finds a bear. Avram Yitzchak were individuals, and Yaakov now means is a nation. So if he finds a bear, that means he's going to find his wife, like the Eved, like Moshe. Agav by Moshe, the Sheva Bonus. Sheva Bonus. I don't know if the Sheva Bonus of Moshe has something to do with this bear Sheva and the, and the finding the wife on the bear. So he finds. He sees three flocks of sheep. What is the point of these three Edrei Tzayim? And we'll continue through these Pesukim. I'll discuss what's the point of, of the fact that you need all the 
Adarim, all the Adarim to get together. But first, what's the significance of seeing Shloisha Adrei Tzayim? So to go take that back a step, what's the Tzayim? What is the Tzayim of this parasha? So we know Yaakov Avinu is going to be very busy with Tzayim. It's going to be Raya Tzayim. And we mentioned this in the past, that the Tzayim in the parasha, the Tzayim and the Rebuy of the Tzayim, of Yaakov Avinu's um, shepherding, is, is a foreshadowing, or it's a remez, to Klaiyasa. Klaiyasa are nimshal as tzayin all the time. And Yaakov Avinu's watching the sheep as a, I don't know, a mushal or a, I don't know exactly what, but at least a mushal for, for Klaiyasa being watched by, by, well, we might say Hashem, but specifically it says a Navi. This specific pasuk in Hashem, Hashem Perikud Gimel. Hashem Perikud Beis. I'm sorry, pasuk Yud Gimel. Vayivrech Yaakov Sidei Aram. Good Beis pasuk Yud Gimel. Vayivrech Yaakov Sidei Aram. Vayavod Yisrael BeIsha. BeIsha Shomer. So he worked for an Isha and he watched sheep. For an Isha. Uvenavi Hello Hashem Mesisomi Mitzrayim. And Yisro and, and there was a Navi who took Khayasrael up from Mitzrayim. Uvenavi Nishmar. And Khayasrael was watched by a Navi. So Yaakov watched sheep. And a Navi and Khayasrael was watched by a Navi. So Khayasrael is, is the sheep then. So Yaakov watching the sheep is used like a Navi watching Khayasrael. And we'll talk about soon. Um, Moshe Rabbeinu in his role as, as a shepherd. But the point is that Yaakov's watching sheep is like Klai Yisrael the sheep. Okay. So, hence we have Ufaratsta, Yom of Akedma, Vatsafoyin of Negba, and later in the parasha, Vayifroi Tsaish Laroiv, Vayiloi Tsoinu Bakar, Vayifroi Tsaish Moiv Moiv, Vayiloi Tsoinu Bakar, and Chazal say how many sheep, Shishim Riboy, Nemedrish. And another measure says that um, when Yosef is born, Yaakov wants to go back to now face Esav because the Pasuk says in Yemiah, the smallest of the sheep will drag down Esav, and the smallest of the sheep is Yosef because he was the youngest of the Shvatim at that point. So the sheep, Yaakov's sheep, is Yaakov's children, or going to be his children. Fine. So now, so now he's. he's at a well, he's going to get married. He's going to meet his wife. So then the Shloisha Adrei Tzayim, we're going to see he's going to be busy with sheep in the parasha. And then I would suggest that the Shloisha Adrei Tzayim would refer to the three sets of children he's supposed to have. From Leah, Bila, and Zilpa. And then, afterwards, along as Rachel's going to come at the end. Which is exactly what's going to happen to him. He's going to have three Adarim, at first, he's going to set up three halakim of Klai Yisrael, the Bnei Leia, Bilba, Bnei Zilpa. And then afterwards, along is going to come Rachel with her sheep. And also by Rachel, it doesn't say she had an Eder. She's only going to have Yosef in Choran. She's only going to have one child from Rachel. So there's the three Ejei Tzayim that come first, and then, meaning the three portions of Klai Yisrael that he's going to get, he's going to have by getting married. And, um, and then afterwards, Rachel's not there. Right when he gets to the well, 
because she's not going to have the children immediately. So this is all foreshadowing. Um, it's foreshadowing the sign that he's going to have, and uh, meaning, meaning Klaeso, that he's going to have where, where as sign. Okay, that's what I would suggest for the Shlosh Adre Tzayin. Now, another thing we find like this, by Moshe Rabbeinu also, this sheep, when he, when he meets his wife at the well, and there, he also gives the, the sheep to drink, and by Moshe also, he's going to be Raya Tzayin Chaisnai, and then, Moshe Rabbeinu is also called the Raya of the sheep, Klai so Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be Rayat Sainai. He's going to be Rayat Sain. First he's Rayat Sain of his father in law, then he's Rayat Klal Israel. Now, I'm not saying the same thing by Yaakov. I'm not saying Yaakov was Rayat Klal Israel. Probably he was not. But I'm saying that the, that the sheep at the well as being a remez to Klai Yisrael that we have by Moshe and, and by Yaakov. Okay. Okay. Now, so there's a well. The well, the well over here that he discovers in outside Basada is B'mokam Be'er Beersheva, as we discussed, is the place in Eretz Yisrael that's going that that's like the Mikdash. The Ramban says the Mikdash is the place that Hashem's water comes out to the Aretz. That's what Beersheva is supposed to be. So he finds this. He's not doing that in Eretz Yisrael with the existing powers in Eretz Yisrael. He's going to create a nation that's going to do that all by themselves. So that's the Be'er. But on the Be'er, Evan Gedoyla Alpiha Be'er, and the stone on the well was big. So that's a problem. There's something blocking it. Now, Yaakov Avinu, we'll go through the Pesukim, but there's, we'll go through the Pesukim inside. We'll do that next week. But Yaakov Avinu is going to roll off the, the Evan. So again, we have Yaakov Avinu and an Evan. We discussed this in the beginning of the parasha. Yaakov Avinu has an Evan, makes him at Seva. Puts an Evan Tachsen Rashaisov. Here he rolls an Evan off the Be'er. He, he demonstrates his tremendous strength that he can roll off on him. And at the end of the parasha, at the end of the parasha, he also takes an Evan and he throws it as a Matseva. In both places, the Medrash says, Abyechanan says, it was Kishen Shaltfei, it was a huge Evan, and he knocked it like a, like a Pekak, like a cork. So I suggested the Pshad is Yaakov Avinu who sleeps in the base of Lakim. And he learns, he finds out that base Avi is like base Alekim, and he's supposed to establish the base Alekim through the base Avi. So just like a, a person in a regular house could pick up prop, modest size of on him, of, that you make normal people's houses out of, Yaakov in the base Alekim could pick up the tremendous Avonim, base Alekim size Avonim. And the Medjish says, I think it's in this parsha, maybe somewhere else, about this stone in the base Amikdash that it was impossible to move, and they put in the Kaisal Maravi. The point is, there's something about, and we showed this in Malachim too, the stones of the Beis HaMikdash are these tremendous stones. Yaakov Avinu, meaning because it's a Beis HaLakim, so the stones are going to be like God-sized stones, as it were. 
Yaakov Avinu, who's, who, who, who was shown that the base Avi, Anuch Yashem Eloke Avicha, and Veshavti Beshom Abbas Avi, that his base Abba is like a place to be, the way to, be, to establish the base of the Kim, his, his, the stones of the base of the Kim to him are like regular small sized stones. So Vayogel Esa Evan, he could, he, this, the Evan doesn't stop him. The Evan doesn't stop Yaakov. He could pop it off the bear. There's a bear over here, but he's in the base of the Kim. Doesn't stop him. Okay. Psukim is prokim, prokim and psukim in Mishle. We've been going through Perik, Chavov and Chavzayin. Can maybe continue into Perik of Ches. But we showed that there's many psukim over there about Yaakov and Esav. And one of the psukim was. This is in Perich Avov, Pazik Chavzayin. Pazik says, Someone who digs a shachas will fall in it. And if you roll a stone, the person who rolls the stone can fall back on him. Which basically means if you, if you start rolling a stone, you better make sure that you, that you could keep it up. Because otherwise, if you, lose, if you run out of energy, then it's going to roll back on you. Rolling a stone uphill or something. So the girl Evan Eil of Tashav, the one who rolls the Evan Eil of Tashav, the next passage might also be Yaakov. Okay, we went through many Pesukim over there. So Yaakov rolls a stone off the well. Fine, is that a good thing? If we're going to start to the Pesukim of Mishle, it would seem like it rolls back on him and, and maybe ends up being a problem. But even without that, I want to I discuss what happens further in the Pasha. We won't read the Pesukim inside tonight. We'll do that next time. But let's, but let's see what happens further in the Pasha. They, they tell him like this. They tell him, they tell him, the Shloisha Adretzain, and they say, we can't take the Evan off the Be'er until more Adarim come. The Nes Rushama Kalha Adarim, the Golos Evan Alpia Be'er, the Hishkras Adarim, the Hishivu Esa Evan Alpia Be'er Lam Kaima. There has to be more Adarim to take off the stone and to put it back on. Yaakov questions, what are you waiting for? And they say, well, we need all the Adarim. But then along comes Rachel, and when he sees Rachel, when he sees Rachel, he takes the Evan off the bear. Not before he sees Rachel. He doesn't just take it off because he can take it off when he sees Rachel. Okay, so the obvious question is, what's this whole business with the, we need the other Adarim, and now he sees Rachel, he could do it. What's that about? What's the, I'm making that. But I have a, another question. If they're waiting for other Adarim, they need other Adarim to come. That means three Adarim is not enough. They need... Or other shepherds. It's not that done, they roll the heaven, even though the Pasuk doesn't say the shepherds. They need other shepherds. They need other shepherds to take off the heaven and to put the heaven back on. So what happened here? They have a bunch of, there's a bunch of people, there's a bunch of uh, shepherds here ready to, to water when the heaven comes off. Yaakov ultimately takes off the heaven. She leaves, he leaves. He leaves. And what happens to the Evan? What happens to the bear? Does it stay uncovered? Because who puts it back on? If the, uh, if the first Adarim drank, so the, 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 the well stays uncovered. Or number 
Meaning this is not a good system. Yaakov can't open the well and the Adam are going to drink and they're going to leave and then other Adam are going to come because then no one's going to be able to get the well covered again. And the Pasuk says they need the Adam to take off the oven and to put back on the oven. Horror number two. It says, V'nes v'shomachal ha'adam. V'nes v'shomachal ha'adam. And he says, Lo es he'osef ha'mikne. Another he'osef. And they said, No, ashadishi osvu kal ha'adam. And then later, Vayasef lovon, later in the same parasha, Vayasef lovon is kal anshi ha'mokim vayas mishte. Vayasef lovon is kal anshi ha'mokim vayas mishte. There's an asifa and a mishte. So the, the mikne are nesaf and they drink. And then Lovan Oisif Kalanche Amokim Vayas Mishte. And then when the children are all burned up till Yosef, Afsaf Alekimas Chapasi, that's when Yaakov wants to leave. Okay. So I would suggest like this. What's happening is as follows. The Shloisha Adrate Sayinar Remis to all his children. But Yaakov Avinu only focuses on Rachel. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to be the story of Yaakov's life. He saw Allah as Yosef Mikal Bonav, Kibenza Kunabulai. First, he loves Rachel at the expense of Leah. And then he, then he focuses on, on Rachel's son at the expense of the other children. So that's what's happening already over here. Vines Vishama Kaladarm. There's two ways something could happen over here. There's two possible ways for the Be'er to get the Evan off and to get to the water. You could have an asifa of kol adarim, or Yaakov could see Rachel, and the only thing that concerns him then is that Rachel should drink. No, the other adarim are ignored. Any any considerations of what about the well being uncovered? Don't other people have to drink or put the water back or put the oven back? And you therefore need the asifa of kol adarim become irrelevant because Yaakov is focusing completely on Rachel. So the, so the point of a nesfu, the, the stress on the nesfu, the nesfu, is that there should have been, and the right way to do this would be with an asifa, not with just Rachel. There's supposed to be a whole group over here, and it has to be a group effort. Vayasif lavon eskalanche amvokam vayas mishte is another hint to Yaakov. Lavon's telling him things are not going to happen like you want them to happen, that you only want to focus on Rachel. There's kalanche amvokam, there's an asifa of kalanche amvokam, and that's the way things have to be done. It's not only about one wife, it's not only about one son of yours. And then maybe Asaf Elikim Posi is Yosef as that, as the Ma'asif. Okay, I'm going to get into that now. But the point is, there's a, there's a, the point, the anchor point is that there's something, there's an Asifa that's supposed to happen. The Asifa is the opposite of what Yaakov does. Yaakov focuses only on one wife, only on one child, which is the opposite of Asifa. And that's already being rumors over here. This is a Shamo Kala Adam. It's supposed to be a group, collective effort. But when Yaakov sees Rachel, that's all forgotten about. That whole Asif is forgotten about. And he only acts for Rachel. Okay, so then I would suggest also the Goylel Evan, Elof Tashov. He rolls the Evan off, but, but it, it serves and ultimately to, to come back at him. Because he's certainly rolling off the Evan due to his excessive focus on Rachel exclusively. Only on Rachel. And that comes back to, to haunt him, as in it comes to hurt him. And if, again, I'm not sure about this, but if the fact that Yaakov originally is and then when he ultimately has to face Esau, he's to lay Ali So he doesn't have the same energy. 
So here by Yisa Yaakov is Raglov, he picks up his feet, Kimalach of Yitzavalach Shmodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachodachod